In today's Chain Suit Pain podcast episode, I've got to make a confession. And the title of this episode is Let's Start from the Beginning. And I feel like I should have shared this from the beginning, but for some reason I didn't. And it's not because I didn't want to, or it's because I did it on purpose. It just hadn't surfaced yet and I didn't know how to share it. And so today I'm going to take you all the way back to the beginning and I'm going to share a little insight into why Change Through Pain, how it all started and what it is that happened in my life that made me decide to change my life and share with you and help you on your journey to becoming your greatest self. Let's get started. Welcome back to Change Through Pain Podcast. I would like to personally thank you for tuning in, for following this journey. If you're new here, uh, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, please take some time to work your way through uh, the Instagram posts that I've shared, the IGTV posts that I've shared. Check out my YouTube channel. Uh, check out my website, changethroughpain.com. Check out the store. Uh, support in any way that you can. Share with others that need to hear this message. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, if you have listened to my first episode, which is basically what Change Through Pain is about and how I got to this point, I've gone back personally and listened to it a few times. And what I realized or what I noticed is that I didn't share everything that I may should have. And at that time, you know, it, that's what was on my heart. That's what I shared. And that's, that is the episode that I put out. But this is going to be round two, uh, diving a little bit deeper into myself and what change through pain means to me and the continued journey that I'm on each day and how it's possible for you. It's possible for anybody that you know, if they are in a deep, dark place of doubt, fear, anger, sadness, depression, uh, if they're having suicidal thoughts, I have been there. Um, so what I want to do is I want to read my Instagram post where I reintroduced myself and it'll give you a little bit more insight onto, into who I am. And then I'm going to share a couple other additional things here. So to start off, uh, I'm the youngest of two children. Uh, my parents are still married over 50 plus years. My entire family still lives in Texas and I played soccer, football, basketball, ran track, threw the shot put and held the record for the longest discus throw in school history for, yes, one track meet. It was a brand new high school. I was the first graduating class, and this was our first year in uh, competitive sports. So I got lucky. I really wasn't very good at all. I grew up in Austin, Texas in the 80s, born in the 70s, and my favorite memory is playing hide-and-seek with every kid on the block until the late evening. When I heard the infamous whistle from my dad, I'll spare you that attempt to repeat uh, how he did that because I've never been able to do that. Uh, I knew it was time to get home. 
I had a bad stutter throughout elementary school, which made me very insecure, especially due to the constant teasing. When I could not get a word out. I couldn't get a sentence out. And we know how cruel other people can be, but especially children, because they just don't understand the consequences of their actions. And they may not be doing it to hurt you. They just, they, they might think it's funny. And I understand that. And I've got two sons and I try to teach them to be kind to others to the best of their ability and to stand up for others when someone's picking on them. And uh, they've done a great job of that. So that insecurity from the teasing and uh, household to where I didn't feel heard, I didn't feel supported. Yes, my parents were there physically, but they were not there emotionally. And I didn't understand that until the last year or two uh, of my 40, almost 45 years on this earth. And what I've learned is that I am not angry at them. Uh, I don't hold that against them. I understand now that that is the best that they knew how to do up to that point in their lives. That is what they had learned. That's how they were raised. And that's just what they thought they were supposed to do. And that's okay, but it doesn't mean that they don't have an opportunity to learn and grow even in their older adult lives. So having said that, that led into my insecurity, which made me fearful, made me doubt myself. I didn't know really who I was. And so I wanted to be liked. And so my drinking began around the age of 10. And this was a matter of sneaking uh, in a liquor cabinet, getting tequila shots, doing the whole nine of the salt and the lime, believe it or not, at age 10. And I discovered quickly that I enjoyed the escape. And I didn't necessarily enjoy the feeling after I came down from the high of the alcohol, but I realized that that was escape. I could be myself. I could be who I thought I wanted to be or needed to be. And ultimately, that turned into full-blown alcoholism in high school and continued until the age of 42 years old. Think about how long that is. Think about all the things that I missed out on of experiencing being sober. If I had been sober through all that time, how I would have emotionally matured much earlier in my life and may not have dealt with some of the things that I did, but it is my journey. I accept it. I'm okay with it. The pain has led me to a new place of peace in my life. And if it took all of those things in my life to get me to this point, I'm okay with that. Does it make me sad when I think about it sometimes? Sure. But I've got to accept it. The past is the past. The future does not exist yet, and all that matters is this moment and me letting go, forgiving myself and others, and just doing the best that I can right now, and enjoying life, and smiling, finding the joy in everything. So as an adult, I married. Uh, I was dating someone for about six years before we got 
married and we finished college. And uh, as soon as we got married, we had our first son and we ended up having two sons. I raised two sons, uh, ended up divorced um, 15 years into the marriage, roughly separated a few years prior to that. And I did work for the same nonprofit almost that entire adult time uh, while my children were growing up. And that was about 15 years. Uh, ended up at another nonprofit after that. And then I uh, co-founded an insurance company and started a catering business. Uh, co-founded a mountain bike racing team with 80 members strong or so. And I did work for a few other nonprofits as well. That's my adult life. Now, my free time in my adult life has included indoor soccer, competitive mountain bike racing, playing guitar. I enjoy singing as well uh, and camping adventures with my sons. There's other things, but those are the, the primary things. I gained my sobriety from alcohol on January 1st, 2019 and have not had a drop since. Now, that was my rock bottom after a broken engagement ended and my anger and alcoholism was out of control. Six months later, I started this project, Change Through Pain, after stumbling upon a blog I had started after my divorce, and the rest is history. I love each and every one of you, especially you who is listening to this right now, and those who have followed, those who have just joined, uh, and I will continue this project as long as my heart tells me to keep creating and sharing to help others. Now, let me back up a step here. And yeah, the relationships that I've had as an adult, yes, the marriage failed. I was not the greatest husband uh, in the emotional support side of things. I was there. I provided uh, monetarily. I was there physically. Um, I was there at every... Um, every activity for my children, every doctor's visit, uh, I was there in, in the room for the, for the deliveries for my sons with my then wife. And I did my best to support my family based on what I observed growing up. And again, my dad, my mom were there physically, but they weren't there emotionally for me. And it turns out, guess what? I wasn't there emotionally for my wife at that time or my sons but i was there and i thought that's what i thought that was good enough and it turns out guess what it's not good enough you've got to be empathetic you've got to be intentional with wanting to learn and understand when your partner your spouse your uh boyfriend girlfriend is struggling and reaching out to you and sharing with you their concerns and you shouldn't dismiss them and you shouldn't get defensive and you shouldn't take it as an attack. And that's what I was doing. I was very defensive and it all stemmed back to my childhood from the way I grew up and the stuttering and the insecurities and being made fun of. And I was made fun of so much that my reaction after a period of time was, well, let's go. I'm going to start swinging. Uh, we're going to fight. Either you're going to close your mouth and stop talking or we're going to fight or you're going to 
apologize, you know, one of those things. And so as I grew into an adult, I carried that forward. And yes, I was a happy person on the outside and mostly on the inside. Uh, I was fun loving. Um, I had lots of friends. I loved to have fun. I loved to laugh, crack jokes. But if I was ever challenged and I was ever triggered from these things that I had not healed from, that's when the anger came out. And it came out really around those closest to me because I spent the most time with them and they, they, they created scenarios or situations where I was triggered the most. And that's just understandable. And I didn't know any of this at that time, but I know now. And the point of change through pain is to take a painful moment in your life. Maybe your entire life has been painful, but it's all perspective of how you look at it. But take some painful things in your life that have happened as you see it to you, right? It's happening for you. It's happening to you. Yes, it occurred to you, but it is a reason and it's a lesson and it may suck at the time. But you know what? If you're still here, you're still listening to this. You've made it through your worst days up to this point. So you figured out a way to make it. How I figured out how to make it was to escape with alcohol, escape with women, escape with sex, escape with pornography, escape with, you know, working out, uh, racing my bike, whatever I could do in my free time to not have to face these hurts. And I didn't know that I needed to heal them. I honestly didn't. And I have done my best through the 12 steps, which is part of Alcoholics Anonymous. I've done my best on step nine to make amends to the best of my ability with those that I've hurt and say I'm sorry um, and also forgive them even if I don't speak to them. Forgive them energetically in my mind, in my heart, in my soul and visualize letting that go. And that has helped me move forward and it's helped me recognize the things that I have needed to heal, which have helped me get to the point today of being my best self ever that I've ever been. I will be 45 years old in a couple of months and I am my best self uh, mentally, spiritually, Physically, to a certain extent, yes, I've got some few injuries here and there, but it's okay. I still, I still walk every day. I cycle every other day or so. I still do the other exercises, take care of my body, what I eat, uh, stay hydrated, try to get good rest, uh, meditate every day. All these things that I have learned in the last two and a half years or so. And so it's been 28 months, a little over 28 months since I chose to become sober because that was my rock bottom. And I knew I needed to make a major change because I was tired of the, the, the destruction of relationships and specifically romantic relationships. Um, 
and the things that came out in the last relationship, those things that I became triggered, um, those triggers that came out, I attracted a person who also needed to heal uh, and who had not healed. And we were projecting on each other and we brought out the absolute worst in each other. And it, it was, it was really bad. And you just got to face it. You got to accept it. You got to admit your faults, admit your mistakes, apologize to yourself and to others that you hurt, make amends and start fresh today. That's what change through pain is all about. It is possible for you. It's a possible, it's possible for anybody to change, but it's 110% up to you to decide to change your life and take those moments of pain and trauma and learn and grow and reflect and become a better version of yourself. Add something new to your daily routine and remove something that is a not so great habit from your routine. Remove, replace, remove, replace and keep stacking and keep building upon that and rebuild your life on this new foundation. If you've hit your rock bottom, you are at a perfect place to rebuild your life one brick at a time, one new chapter at a time in the book of the journey of your life. And that's all you can do. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you listening. I love you so much. Uh, please share with somebody who may need to hear this message. Uh, this was 110% from the heart. And I just thought it was really appropriate to share a little bit more insight into Change Through Pain and, and why I started this project and, and why I'm so grateful for everybody that's following and the lives that are being impacted in a positive way. Thank you so much. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. As a men's coach, my mission is to empower men to have confidence, be disciplined, and live on purpose with passion. If you're a man who desires to replace current habits that are keeping you stuck by creating new habits that will transform your mental, physical, financial, and relational health, this program is for you. The first program I offer is a strategy session to sit down and unpack one challenge you're currently facing. The second program I offer is the Empower Hour. It's a one-hour video chat and will focus on one area of your life you're unsatisfied with and help you determine a measurable action plan. The third program I offer is 30-Day Power Up. It's a four-week high-intensity wake-up call. And the final one is the Man on a Mission. That is the signature program that will take you from where you are now and create the life you desire in 15 weeks. If you're interested in any of these, please learn more by visiting chainsthroughpain.com.